1: Diet Coke and I'm Lilith and this, this is, is our, our house of snacks. snacks how you doing today Lily uh I'm good yeah actually I'm pretty good um yeah you ever I, I had a uh, a week at work where it was so slow that I got to leave halfway through the day every nice. day oh hell yeah love that yeah. yeah 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 which does mean that my next paycheck is gonna be a little light.
2: You know, so, I, anytime I've been offered the chance to to, yeah. to make that exchange, I always do. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, you know, you can't buy more cuddle time with your cat. You know, that's true. That's that is that's, that's the a, lesson to be learned here. That's um, the
2: fact of life. That's the how. That's a house of snacks, guaranteed fact of life.
1: You know, if the if the movie Jersey Girl taught me anything, it's <sighs> that. You know, uh, uh, you, you got to leave work and spend time with your child or cat.
2: You got to help your cat put on a, a, a too too violent for elementary school production of a scene from Sweeney Todd.
1: Yes, is, is
2: the lesson we've
1: learned from that film. God, I forgot that that's what she was doing in that. The scene that stays stuck in my head is when uh, Ben Affleck is chiding his father George Carlin for having dirty pans on his stove, and George Carlin's like, "Ah, it's it's greasy. It, it, it's food. It, it adds flavor. It's just little schmutz in there. It's seasoning." And. Um, George Garland was right. I was
2: gonna I was gonna confess an embarrassing thing, which is that I had a Sweeney Todd phase and it, it definitely started with
1: Jersey Girl. <laughs> How are you as like you you know, you don't fucking paint your nails black or listen to heavy metal with me or anything like that? <laughs> I have fucking painted had my a... nails black in the past. Okay. Well, yeah. But I mean like I currently I usually have chipped black nail polish on my nails. That's like fair. It is how I spend most of my life.
2: Yeah, um, and I won't listen to metal with you. That's true. Yeah, you <laughs> well, won't I mean, bang heavy heads te- with me. You have a friggin' scene, Sweeney Todd? It's not exactly heavy metal. I know. I I've know. I've always liked spooky shit. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I'm not, I can't be your metal head friend. <laughs> it's okay. I can't. I just I can't headbang. Give me a headache. <laughs> drink more water (laughs) (laughs) if i start headbanging it doesn't matter how much water i've had i will have a headache in no joke less than 20 seconds i think i can handle 10 seconds of headbanging but beyond that i'm i'm in i'm in headache
1: town i hurt my neck from headbanging so much at a slipknot show last year that makes sense and still didn't have a headache did the slipknot's open for them do you see this you catch the slipknot's yeah, I loved the Slip Nuts opening for Slipknot. Um, I rewatched that that
2: for those who don't know what we're talking about I watched about, it like,
1: when you brought it up. Yeah. yeah. It's it's um no, it's I a... I here's here's what I love about that clip. Which is a classic
2: Conan clip, we should say, yeah. for for our younger listeners. The Slip
1: Slipnuts opening for Slipknot, which the whole joke is that the comedy team of Slipknuts uh, All they do op- is slip on nuts <laughs> and yeah. sing about it. His, his opening for Slipknot. I think really the um, the players who really make that sketch as good as it is are the Audience that is waiting for Slipknot, who is absolutely playing <laughs> yeah. their part as being completely unentertained and
2: <laughs> absolutely <fucking> furious, <laughs> so <laughs> bad that they came to see this metal show, and three <laughs> dickheads in sweater vests are out here. We are the Slipknot slipping on nuts.
1: <laughs> they they played their part perfectly, and I love yeah. them for it. God, perfect clip. We have what I think is kind of the more sophisticated version of a brand that we have maligned a lot we on have. this show. Yes.
2: I, I thought you were I thought you were against me in my, in my personal crusade against
1: them. I mean, I do think that they're trashy chocolate, but okay. like I don't mind trashy chocolate. Fair. And then we have one of our cherished, beloveds putting out absolute filth. <laughs> yeah, on the other side.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's a brand we hate with, with like really like bringing their A game, giving us their classiest product, and a brand we love being like here's some bullshit that we think you fucking idiots will buy because it's yeah. stupid.
1: <laughs> yep, yep, yep. So so we got Hershey Symphony uh-huh. on one side, the blue. Not the red, blue, the blue version. Not the blue version. You'll find um, some caterpillars in this reading forest, if you know what uh, I mean. The cartridge. <laughs> we all made different jokes of, that were
2: the same joke.
1: It's such an easy joke, though. Yeah. <laughs> and then Mountain Dew Flamed Hot, which yeah. I only got because I couldn't find the Circle K exclusive Mountain Dew, what is it, Purple Thunder?
2: Purple Thunder, which I do hold out hope that you will eventually be able to find, and we'll still do. I've got a box sitting just, in my fridge.
1: I think it's just early on in the ro- rollout. All the Circle K's that I went to had signage up for it, but didn't have any product on the shelves. Yeah,
2: you said you had looked it up and launched it in late April. The article I said said the first day of sale was literally May fourth, which was two days before the day we looked. So okay, I mean, yeah, that's fair.
1: Yeah, yeah, we're you know we're right on the bleeding edge. Um, but I've been seeing people post about... Fl- it's weird. I keep seeing people post about, like, got the Mountain Dew, Flamin' Hot. I never see anybody post their reactions to it. Same. And here's the <sighs> other weird
2: thing I'll say about Flamin' Hot. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of times when a company puts out, like, a weird flavor, yeah, it's a super small run. Yep. Sometimes it's like you even have to go to a website and, and say you want it or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it, they, they're clearly just putting it out for the publicity, and they know that it won't sell well, and they're not actually backing it it's not a real yeah. product i've seen this mountain dew flaming hot fucking everywhere places a lot of places where <laughs> i go to uh-huh. I mean, for what seems to be such an obvious like gimmick not real flavor yeah they're pushing it hard mm-hmm. which makes mm-hmm. me very curious
1: yeah now i do we do need to actually back up and say that this episode is a two sweets episode (laughs) (laughs) finally finally dedicate one to razor um rest although we we we
2: must have dedicated one to razor already because in the um in the house of snacks wiki which is excellent reading for anyone house Uh of Com. yes um it does it does specify that our two suite is done in tribute to scott hall
1: i put in an editor's Uh, note that said It's conspicuous, because we recorded, uh, we right, recorded right, right, right. an episode before right and then came out right after Scott Hall died. And I, I like like cut in and said, like, it is weird that we don't mention Scott Hall in this segment. He hadn't died yet. Now that we're a few weeks away
2: from his death, can I confess to you the real reason why, even though Razor Ramon was the first person I thought of the very first time we did Too Sweet, I... I mm-hmm tried very hard not to say it mm. is because before Scott Hall died i was unsure how cool the general population was with white guy Scott Hall playing the character Razor Ramon and like yeah i think we're far enough in way now that we can say that that's bad and that's mm-hmm. an unfortunate part of his legacy but that he was still a, a really mean, phenomenal wrestler I,
1: I, I, so here's here's what i'll say here's what i'll say only so much of the and when i say only so much of the blame i don't mean zero percent but only yeah. so much of the blame can be fi- placed at scott hall's feet because that's definitely a synthesis a of a vince yeah. and uh scott cool. idea there yeah. um but uh you know um we sorry love, for bringing we, us down right now we, we love razor in this household yeah um he's he's still cool um anyway um what should it we is, do first? It is an
2: unfortunate reality of, of WWE that, that Vince is going to ask you to do some racist shit at some point.
1: Yeah. That, really, no matter who Almost. you Almost. <laughs> the, the fucking Undertaker had to do racist shit. Which, yeah. I mean, I know that Mark Calloway I mean, was he probably is. fine with. He probably um, thought it was funny. He was like, this is great. I wish I could do this, this more. This is great. Yeah, I wish this had taken in more, off instead of the dead man. <laughs> more stuff against the terrorist guy. Yeah. yeah. Great. Awesome. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's not a wrestling podcast
2: No we try that I I, I wasn't up to stuff Mountain Dew Flaming Hot I think there's an outside chance I will like this I think it's yeah. a very small chance mm-hmm. But I'm looking at this I'm seeing the prominent lime on the bottle Yes Um, And I'm thinking about the fact that I, I do love Flaming Hot as a brand generally yep. And I'm thinking about the fact that I do like ginger beer Which is kind of a spicy drink Okay I think there's a non-zero chance that I will enjoy this. Do I think it's yeah. likely that I'll enjoy this? No, not at all.
1: I think I think there is as about as close to a zero chance that I'm going to enjoy this as you can measure with the the House of Snacks measuring spoons that we yeah. have here.
2: Um, now, which of these
1: should we eat first? Because yeah.
2: the other thing about these is that it's an extreme flavor clash, I would it's say. It's
1: so extreme. I'm definitely going to need to get water in between these. Oh, for sure. <laughs> um, I think the Flamin' Hot is probably going to stick around less, I say, hopefully. Yeah, that's a, that's a hope right there. <laughs> <laughs> I will.
2: I I've had a Hershey Symphony somewhat recently. I'll you know what? I'll confess this. When I texted you that we should mm-hmm. do Hershey Symphony on the show, yeah, I was eating a Hershey Symphony, and I was too <laughs> dumb to think. Oh shit! I just had one,
1: and this means I'm gonna have to go out and buy another one. <laughs> I haven't. Um, I don't remember the last time I've had these. It may be never. Honestly, I'll tell you. I, I do
2: think, and I think we can we can talk about this more in depth once we've eaten it. But I do think it's kind of a, 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 not a, almost a signature thing of Hershey's chocolate is that it's not a taste that sticks around.
1: And But at Toffee Chips, it's fucking Toffee Chips. That's um, a stick to your teeth kind of thing.
2: Yeah. I, I mean, I would compare them to the, I would say they're less teeth sticky than the Toffee Chips and Toblerone. Okay. If that's any indication. And I, I don't have too much of a problem with Toblerone, but I, you know, I don't want to speak okay. for you. Can we? Can we just pick one already? Let's do Symphony first, because I, I think the water will wash that right out of our mouths. Okay. Now, I do... So, Hershey's Symphony, we're, we've got the blue version. Mm-hmm. Uh, we There's also a red version, mm-hmm. so I'll just read the label here. Hershey's... This is the blue version label. Hershey's Symphony. Creamy milk chocolate almond and toffee chips. The red version is just pure milk chocolate, and it's yeah. the same price as a regular Hershey's. So, I found myself asking what the hell is the difference between a Hershey's Symphony red version, mm-hmm. just milk chocolate, and a Hershey's milk chocolate bar? And the answer I found, people don't, they, they don't know exactly why because they're not, you know, they're not, they're not gonna leak the Hershey's formula. Mm-hmm. Um, but generally, it's agreed that the Hershey's Symphony version is just a little creamier. Mm. Um, which honestly, I think is probably why I, spoilers, generally enjoy the Hershey Symphony bars because, um, mm mm-hmm. Big part of my problem with Hershey's chocolate regular is that it's, it's, I find it very waxy, not in a good way.
1: Yeah. It is a very waxy
2: chocolate. But I think some things are waxy in a good way.
1: (laughs) Okay. I have a, I have a little mini bar separated. Really struggling with the, um, the packaging
2: was difficult for me. (laughs) It's also, it's, it's a little warm in my house. Um, Mm -hmm. so I, I, uh, I have sweaty hands. <laughs> and uh-huh. I just can't get a good grip on this fucking thing.
1: It God. even has a place that says "Hold here, lift and pull here." I found myself having to peel apart the adhesive. Yeah, I had to do it.
2: it. I had to tear and then pull the adhesive. Um, yeah, but I have I have a segment now. Let's do it. I'm gonna eat it. Hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. That's so fucking good. <laughs> it's really good. It's really good. It's really sweet. The almonds, I like that almond texture and the taste. Mm -hmm. Really good almonds. I don't know if this is your experience,
2: but I I, I didn't want to give too much away before we tried it, but I actually think Mm -hmm. a real appeal is that this is the least tooth sticky toffee that I can imagine.
1: (laughs) Do I just have fucking adhesive teeth?
2: Because... I mean, maybe, but also like... I, I agree with you that generally toffee is very too sticky. Like a Heath bar is extremely too sticky. Toad mm-hmm. a little too sticky. This is the only toffee situation where I don't have that problem at all. Most of the time I do.
1: I'm getting a lot of too sticky. Oh, interesting. Yeah.
2: Maybe you do have adhesive teeth. I'm sorry, I'm sorry that I misled you.
1: Yeah, I knew we should have done the flaming Hot first. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Because I,
2: it. It, I, I think a big appeal of this bar to me is that it's toffee, but it does not stick to my teeth.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good, it's, it's good I like it
2: a lot um, I like it a lot too, I know I'm normally a Hershey's hater I do think that yeah. plain milk chocolate is absolute trash I do think that America is um, woefully behind in, the, in, the, in terms of chocolate technology I think um, I think pretty much every European country is cooking our ass and also Japan is kicking our ass Yeah uh, And the other countries, I have to assume are kicking my ass but I just don't, those are the only the, uh, you know, European countries in Japan are the only ones where I've really sampled their chocolate Canada also much better chocolate.
1: Yeah, okay. the the rest of the countries that you're not listing are where all of those countries steal the cocoa from. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 I mean, but we steal the cocoa from there
2: too, and it's yeah, still and we shitty. just fucking
1: yeah, yeah. We just turn it into fucking slop paste. But I, I really do
2: really enjoy this this Hershey's bar. I mm. I'm gonna say something controversial, even though. Uh I guess Switzerland I guess Switzerland's part of Europe, huh? Um yes. they're chocolate typically better, but I would <laughs> um I would say uh I, I would say that this is the same ingredients as a Toblerone, mm-hmm. Exactly the same ingredients as a Toblerone. And I think I like it better.
1: Interesting.
2: I, I think Hershey's Symphony does it a little better. I think Can't get behind this. I think it's less sweet than a typical milk chocolate uh, Hershey's mm-hmm. bar, which I enjoy mm-hmm. because I'm a dark chocolate freak. Not, I mean, obviously not as chocolatey as dark chocolate, but it's still a, a nice bit of chocolate, creamy, mm-hmm. smooth, velvety, perfectly crispity, crunchy bits of almond and toffee. I think it's an A plus candy bar.
1: Yeah, but does it have a fun shape?
2: That It doesn't. And listen, I still love it. We should do Toblerone sometime. We should um, do Toblerone. <laughs> it's <laughs> such a fun shape.
1: Yeah. I'm having a second little bar because I just love these things so much. I'm not going to do that because I'm sugars. Is... I also got those glue teeth. I I, yeah, I got the got the glue teeth. You've been eating too much horse, Lily. <laughs> I have been in- including a lot of horse in my diet. Um, <laughs> Let me ask you this, Lily. There's you know, doctor prescribed. Uh, <laughs> I know we're doing a goof right now. I'm, I'm
2: choosing to immediately abandon the world of the goof.
1: Okay to ask
2: you the real question oh, how gosh. do you feel about the idea of eating horse
1: I'm not
2: opposed to it me neither people i think I, I think maybe this is especially an american thing but people mm-hmm. react really strongly against the idea of eating horse they think it's gross they think it's weird i don't see the difference between eating horse and eating cow
1: i think i think that people yeah, well yeah first of all there is there is no like if you want to talk just like on the moral kind of like whatever, you know, horse and cow like I I, I think of them as very similar creatures, except yeah. cows are just, you know, they, they're slower and we don't have a, you know, I think it's just culturally. I think yeah. a lot of people like it's the, it's the same kind of ways that we feel about people who eat dog. There's it's just like a, you know, well, somebody could be friends with that dinner that you have right there.
2: I think wow. with horse it's a little different though because like I think people respond to the idea of eating dog as like complete it's a complete moral thing. It's completely that it's morally repugnant because a lot of people mm-hmm. are friends with dogs. I'm friends with yeah. dog. I I know I wouldn't want to eat chihuahua. Yeah. But with horse, I think specifically like horse meat is used as like a stereotypical cheap meat. It's it's I think it's that, I think it's like yeah, half morality, right. half just trashy.
1: Yeah, yeah, which is weird because I also think of like of animal ownership. Mm-hmm. What do I think of as the bougiest possible <laughs> animal yeah. that you could own? <laughs> and it's
2: horse. Well, that's, I mean, hey, maybe that's like, you know, the difference between a riding horse and a meat horse is the same (laughs) as the difference between a dove and a pigeon, you know? (laughs) The same animal, but one has
1: has a higher class status. Hello, editor who's editing this one, whichever one you are. Meat horse, episode (laughs) title. We (laughs) nailed it. Congrats.
2: (laughs) Anyway, should we fucking... Drink some water and then drink some Mountain Dew Yeah, formula. yeah, let me go
1: get some water Let me go get some water and uh, yeah, make yeah. sure that I have A lot of extra water in case I need it
2: I'll describe the label while Lily's getting water So uh, I'm gonna go from left to right I have a 20 ounce bottle We see uh, So the, the top and bottom of the label Has this kind of fun uh, Striped pattern of, of Yellow and green, Kennedy High School colors For anybody who's a uh, Cypress California local um, and on the leftmost side, we see uh, ca- a caution, flaming hot taste, and it's got a picture of a lime on fire with some more fun stripes. I then, am
1: approaching this with caution. I will say that
2: that's fair. We go to the right. We got a little flaming hot guy. He's cool. Yeah. He's wearing fingerless gloves. We can tell he's tiny <laughs> because he's holding a match like it's a torch. Um, looks kind of like uh, what was that he guy called? You know, what William?
1: What's that? He was wearing fingerless gloves and that's cute. I that like is that. cute. It's very cute.
2: <laughs> what well, Wet Willy and uh what's the, what's his friend's name who's a fire I guy? I have
1: no idea what you're talking
2: about. You know not okay, well ninety nineties kids, remember? <laughs> okay. What?
1: Wet Willie?
2: Yeah, you might get you know, people talking about licking your fingers, sticking it in somebody's ear, but Wet Willie is little like little mascot that would be on uh-huh. um, you'd see him on like finger skateboards a lot. And he had oh, okay. a, he had a brother and... who was fire
1: Spitfire. And I guess um, like, that does kind of look like Spitfire, yeah. Right? Um
2: Mountain Dew, we got the mountain is yellow, the dew is red. They but they're both mm-hmm. like textured to kind of look like to f- suggest fire, you know? Yeah. Then we yeah. got flamin' hot, it is the canonical flame and hot font that yeah. you'll see on a bag of Cheetos. Uh and then we have another Lime on fire. Mm-hmm.
1: mm-hmm. So
2: Lime prominent on the packaging here.
1: Yeah, yeah. We're burning
2: these limes up. Yeah, do you want
1: to yeah. just let's just let's do, do this?
2: Woo. Um, I will say the the color of the drink itself is not quite as red as Code Red, but uh, yeah. not not definitely not like Live Wire orange or anything, just slightly less red than Code Red.
1: Yeah, 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 a little pinkish. Uh, if you served this to me in a glass without uh, any warning, I might believe you that it's watermelon, which would be a really, really cruel prank. And I'll tell you this, this yeah. seems dangerous because I'm smelling it,
2: Smells like Mountain Dew. <laughs> smells yeah. like a, smells like normal Mountain Dew. <laughs> a little bit.
1: Shall we? Yeah, let's do it. What?
0: Oh what? Oh. Oh. Ah! Oh.
2: Uh oh. Mm. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh. Uh-oh. <laughs> guess you I uh, guess you just want a bet with uh one to a 100 odds.
1: <laughs> um you like this? Oh, I love this. I can't tell how I feel about it. Uh, I'll tell you what it tastes like to is me. so weird.
2: Well, it tastes to me exactly like regular Mountain Dew with a little bit more lime, but then with the with i mean it's the exact same kind of flaming aftertaste that you get from like a ginger beer which i also like
1: okay i think
2: this is i like <laughs> this a lot i'm getting that a little bit i'm starting I, to
1: understand it i
2: <laughs> i have to i have to admit <laughs> i really like that it's it's <laughs> It's you know, and I I understand that I, I I I I don't know how in depth we've ever talked about this. I don't know what what uh, you know, not to not to quote the Doughboys right now, but I don't know how much of a heat seeker you are generally. I don't know, if ginger beer is your kind of thing, but like I've I, enjoyed
1: ginger beer in the past.
2: I appreciate that it's it's Mountain Dew with a kind of hard edge, which mm-hmm. um you have talked about you know, lacking in it,
1: Baja Blast. It, yeah, I kinda actually have to respect this on that end. Um, it's and doing I think, like a, okay, I am glad we, we ate, had this second because it's doing like a throat coat thing to me where I feel like this just thing of uh, uh, the whole back of my mouth is just like tingling at this. Oh, moment. see. And that, I mean, I, uh, the theme of today is my weak mouth.
2: Wait, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I wasn't going to say it like that, but like, <laughs> The effects that you find are lingering, they, they kind of just are pleasant and then and then pass right along for me. Like I get that that nice ginger beer burn. Uh and then it kind of goes away pretty quick for me. I really like this. <laughs> I, I, I hate I to I say that it, it's good. This. <laughs> I hate
1: to say that I actually think that this is good. This is not something this feels psychologically the same way that like pulling an outlet out or pulling a plug out of an outlet out a little bit and then just like sticking my (laughs) shocking myself a little bit with it like how that feels and where I am enjoying doing it right now Uh but I am going to look back on this experience and think never again
2: and that's okay see I'm immediately thinking God I hope they make a zero sugar version of this so that I can buy those 12 packs I love this I will say I could I could use a little more heat. Um, I, 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 I took a third sip and by my third sip, the, the heat has it feels like it's kind of diminished. I'm not getting as much of it. I feel like my body's just kind of gotten used to it. Um, it's still there, but but just not quite as much as I would like. But otherwise, I, I really like this.
1: This is so weird. This is so weird. And it's it, it's it is good. It is good. I hate that I'm
2: saying that now. PepsiCo, you crazy sons of bitches, you pulled it off. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, I would buy and would eat again Hershey Symphony, by the way. We didn't say oh, that. Oh, yeah. Um, and I would buy and I would eat again Honeycrisp Apples, which neither of us rated. <laughs> when we did that one, According to the House of Snacks Weekly. <laughs>
1: That's the one page that I forgot to check, and I'm sure that one we just get roasted on thoroughly because we're (laughs) bad at this. Yeah, Um, there's definitely a few where we didn't rate them. But Hershey's Symphony,
2: would buy, would eat again. Flaming Hot Dew, would buy, would drink again, for sure. I I want a zero-sugar version. I want a Mm 12-pack. I think this is great.
1: Wow, yeah, there's a lot of NA's in my
2: call <laughs> <laughs> You're looking at the official snack ratings right now.
1: <laughs> okay, okay, so Symphony. Would eat, wouldn't buy, mm. just because it's kind of an out-of-the-way kind of thing and I don't know. I'm not I'm I'm probably going for a Toblerone if I'm going for something like that.
2: I will say, um, sorry to interject here, try, sorry to try to relitigate your rating, but I will say, I think another huge advantage that the Hershey symphony has over a Toblerone specifically is that this big XL bar is like a dollar and a dollar 84, I think maybe less even at uh, most grocery stores. And that's, that's a hell of a price point.
1: Yeah, I, I suppose that's good. Oh God, I got to close this Mountain Dew thing. Cause I keep sipping out of it and it's, it's, um, it's a little, uh, it's a little much. Um, the Mountain Dew Flamin' Hot is oh my god, I feel weird, honestly. Uh, like this is it's left me a weird headspace. <laughs> like it's 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 this flavor is weird.
2: I I truly feel like I'm I'm Popeye and I just ate some spinach after seeing that Yeah, Mountain yeah. Deflaming yeah. House.
1: I feel like I'm someone other than Popeye and I've eaten Popeye's spinach, and so this <laughs> feeling is just wholly unfamiliar to me. <laughs> And I'm kind of terrified by it, you know. Um, yeah, that's fair. So um, I'm I'm going to say that it's a wouldn't buy oh, for boy. sure on Mountain Dew Flaming Hot, but like I might get curious again <laughs> if somebody has it out. It's it is such an interesting fucking bev. Um, yeah. Okay, now. Okay, I'm looking at a few of these NAs. Uh, those are it, let's let's go back and, and relitigate a few things. There's a few that are things that I didn't have access to because yeah. well they, they they mention that in the notes. Yes, usually. yes. Hammonds chicken and waffles, uh, chocolate, uh, bonus snack. Uh, it costs six dollars for per bar um yeah i i would eat it again i would never buy it with my own human money (laughs) that costs me money Um, (laughs) with your own money that costs you money (laughs) mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, birthday cake oreos again i was not responsible for that didn't it didn't have access
2: yeah i think me and allegra just kind of brought that up and both rated it because we both knew in our hearts
1: yeah a lot of these are bonus ones that i just don't have um yeah okay the only ones were the honey crisp apples where we just an official rating was not given but they both only said positive things about the yeah apple. yeah okay. so
2: some assumptions have been made and i'll say they're correct assumptions
1: i i would say they are also correct assumptions i'll probably end up buying you know if i'm in if i'm in the mood for an apple i'm buying a honey crisp apple are you Ooh, that's weird okay so i do want to point out a new th- a, a thing that I have just seen on the House of Snacks wiki, and this is because of my r- recent browsing history. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got some cool advertisements showing up on the House of Snacks wiki that I am going to be sending you. Okay. A uh, screenshot, and this actually, I think, segues nicely into something I want to talk about next. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to tell tell the class no, what you I, have sent I me? Want to, I want you to say it. I want you to say it.
2: <laughs> okay, so I'm looking at what I'm looking at here, right here. It says, "Add new faith titles every month. <laughs> Five eighty four a month. You can get a free trial for Pure Flix, mm-hmm. the Christian streaming service." um clean not...
1: faith and family streaming
2: yeah clean fi- uh you you love to see it just some nice pure-hearted god-honoring entertainment
1: see and that's okay okay i do want to say that due to the grammatical like this this makes it seem like clean faith And family streaming are the two clauses that are being joined there. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. This is why an
2: Oxford comma matters, folks.
1: (laughs) There are no commas in there whatsoever. So why is that
2: relevant to this podcast,
1: Lilith? Because as we have announced uh, in a little bonus bit after the podcast we have opened the uh, the house of snacks patreon and um for you know f- 584 a month at pure flakes if you're saying they're like oh, that's a, that's 84 cents too much the, <laughs> more than i than i want to pay for my entertainment uh yeah. my clean faith and family streaming well How about something a little bit less faithful and and of no family whatsoever? Because for just $5 a month, you can join the Diet Coke and House of Snacks Patreon and support us in, you know, buying all the snacks that we have to buy for this podcast and all the other, you know, uh, uh, uh. I had to buy new headphones this week because I dropped my headphones. Did you end up getting the ones you said? Are we certified headphones twinsies? We are certified headphones twinsies, tripletsies with faithful listener. Sam. Yeah.
2: Hey, I'll go so far as to say faithful listener and friend, Sam. Yes.
1: Of course. Of course. I mean yeah <laughs> I go
2: so I'd even say friend first. Friend, but, first the, but you're the, but the, and but Faithful the, listener.
1: Yeah. <laughs> apparently. Apparently. Sam, Robbie and Danny were hanging out uh, a few days ago and S- like they were just driving around like getting stuff and Sam just put on House of Snacks and they were like listening to House of Snacks. The three of them were listening to House of Snacks, which is so great. Thank you all of our friends for listening to House of Snacks. But Sam, I, I, I the cell of like, hey, do you want to listen to your ex-girlfriend's snack podcast? <laughs> Let's go for it. Love you for doing it. Um uh, Danny, thanks for listening.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I it um, does it does warm my heart to yeah. know that that they they were hanging out with us even though we weren't hanging out with them.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's lovely. I have no problem with this whatsoever. I just I just it's it's just a fun fun funny image. But anyway, yeah. Relating to Pure flicks, one of the things that we're going to that we have on our Patreon is uh, our first funding goal, which is our goal uh, for once we start making $40 a month, that's just 40 bucks a month, we will start a monthly podcast. I think we decided on monthly, right? Yeah. David Armalite Rifle White, a podcast retrospective on the works of David A.R. White. That's right. Yeah, It's going to be a Patreon exclusive podcast for anybody who joins. We'll, they'll be able to listen to it. And we are going to record the first episode before we hit the funding goal to give everybody a little taste of like, hey, this is what you could get. We have decided on the movie of Mr. Armalite Rifle White uh, is going to be Holy Man Undercover.
2: Very excited to finally watch this film.
1: It. Uh, do you, would you mind letting the people know like the plot synopsis the Holy Man Undercover
2: is David Armalite Rifle White yeah. uh stars as a a Amish man <laughs> who I, comes yeah. to Hollywood mm-hmm. uh to pursue a, a movie career to spread the message and um and you know spread the word of God in the in the in sinful Tinseltown tinsel um and also, I think the devil is trying to, trying to like corrupt him. I think is also yeah, part of it. No, no, no.
1: He gets cast as Satan on that, a nighttime right, soap I f- opera. I fucking forgot about that element of it. You're right. He gets cast as Satan, and Fred Willard is there. Yeah.
2: Very so... exciting. <laughs> very very exciting. <laughs> He's hot, he's hip, he's Amish, is the tagline of the film. <laughs> Four stars out of five by movie guide. <laughs>
1: yeah, so for those of you who don't know, David A.R. White is a producer of uh, Christian Family Films, much like the kind you can find on Pure Flix, uh, the God's Not Dead series, that's all him. And, and he uh, doesn't always
2: direct his movies, but he did no. direct Holy Man Undercover.
1: <laughs> yes, yes. Here's here's what I'm just going to say and this is going all going to be I'm going to leave the rest of this for David AR White. Uh I've lo- I've I have, you know, kind of morbid curiosity-wise watched a lot of evangelical Christian propaganda uh, yeah. because it is funny to me. It's fun yes. and interesting to me. David AR White is a guy who I I I I would like I would like compa- I would call him like the Ari Aster of evangelical Christian propaganda. He clearly took a look at the genre and decided, no, I'm gonna do it, but good. Yeah, and he maybe has some flawed ideas of of what that means, and has some flawed ideas of like what was missing for that or whatever. You know, I, again, the Ari Aster comparison is, um, yeah, it's it's. He's a fascinating fucking individual. And I want to talk about his movies a lot. Um, (laughs) And he's got a lot of movies. There's a fucking... There's there's a John Wick that he did. There's a a bit of Jesus John Wick that he did. He has two different knockoff left behind series <laughs> yes which isn't one of them also kind of a mad max left behind i, I think,
2: thing. So. I, think you're, I think i can't guarantee it's, it's that, like but a I think Mad max
1: right. plus left behind thing uh that of course there's the gods not dead series which is something that we're gonna have a whole lot of fun with i i love those movies um in that they're kind of awful we want to talk so much about this guy, so please give us the platform to do so. Patreon.com slash House of Snacks. Thank you so much.
2: Yes, please.
1: Now that we've gotten all the faith and family and clean entertainment. uh. <laughs>
2: Hello, I'm sorry I was, I was running late today. You know how it is. You're on the computer. You're looking at things. Suddenly it's 10 hours later. Mm-hmm.
1: And what, what's up? You're covered in <laughs> sex goo.
2: I wouldn't say covered. <laughs> I, I mean, it, it's it's on a lot of my body. Uh huh. But I wasn't doing sex things. I just tripped and fell into the river on the way here.
1: Isn't the river on the moon? No. No. <laughs> I'm the... Pretty sure the river's on the moon. No.
2: <laughs> the the lake. Where the only naturally occurring sex goo is, is on the moon. The river is made of artificial synthetic sex goo that we built to run through our cities. Okay. Also, mm-hmm. how do you know I don't live on the moon?
1: I don't know that you don't live on the moon. I was Exactly, so you maybe, maybe. fucking watch yourself sometimes. Okay, all right, all right, all right. I don't live on the moon, though. No, I can't. I'm disappointed to hear only the ultra rich live on the moon. On Google, that googling the snack dimension house of snacks doesn't get us any. uh... (laughs) That's me. I keep it off there. I I, I don't
2: want anybody to come to the snack dimension and try to uh, kill me, as you have said you plan to in the past.
1: Yes, I have. I have. I don't think you
2: could, but if you got enough people together, maybe.
1: Okay, you want to end the show?
2: Well, goodbye, ghosts and ghoulies. The house of snacks is closed yet again. We'll snack you later.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, I coke. Uh it's so bad every time. So bad. It's just every single time that the snack keeper leaves your body. Oh, and I have a
2: fucking headache every time they do, too. God.
1: The, uh, the folks at home, uh, we need your help. Because the snack keeper is honestly causing issues for us. Um, I don't
2: know how much longer my body can take it without serious medical intervention.
1: And we are going to need funds for the serious medical intervention. So... We are going to be opening up the House of Snacks Patreon. Once we hit a certain funding goal, it'll be patreon.com slash House of Snacks, because I can't imagine that's taken. We should check that right now. <laughs> yeah, we're good. Okay, so <laughs> at patreon.com slash House of Snacks, there's going to be a funding goal once we reach that. Uh, we're going to start doing David Armalite Rifled White, a mm-hmm. podcast retrospective on the films of david a.r white who is the pure flicks guy
2: yeah he's he's pastor dave and god's not dead
1: yeah yeah we have a weird fixation on him <laughs> by putting it behind a patreon paywall we can make sure that he doesn't hear it <laughs> or really know that it exists
2: <laughs> and in case anyone who doesn't personally know us yeah. to this podcast we're not christians <laughs>
1: want no. to make that clear No, no 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 no
2: we sometimes joke this is a christian podcast that's a joke
1: We're going to have another goal. This is going to be a little bit more ambitious, so to speak, Mm -hmm. where at a certain point we are going to have remote House of Snacks live shows where we are going to live stream a Mm -hmm. House of Snacks recording on like Twitch or something like that. And I think what we'll do is we'll make the live stream available to everybody. But if you Patreon back at a certain tier, when those episodes are happening, we are going to send you the snacks yeah yeah
2: that not, are going to not be just repaired.
1: telling you what they are we're gonna send you the snacks we're gonna make a little a little care package yeah. for our fans so these are the goals that we have we want your help to reach them mm-hmm. and also diet coke is going to need to have a lung replaced yeah because...
2: this movie is also it's 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 gonna fund a new long And um, also development of a anti-silly vaccine uh, created from the fun sucker's blood, which will then be used to banish the Snack Keeper from my body.
1: That is what we're working on. We need your help. That that research isn't cheap. For just the cost of a cup of coffee per month, you could help us defeat the Snack Keeper.